What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It is October 25th, 2021. It's episode 249? I think it, I think that's the right number. Um, it, it, it's, it's Monday once again. We're here live. I'm, I'm holding up the microphone because I have to keep my voice down. Uh, tiger is... um trying to not sleep so I, i'm not gonna help the situation by trying to be too loud so if you watch the video version you're gonna see the microphone almost covering my mouth <laughs> because i have to whisper into the mic i, I i'm not trying to encourage tiger to stay awake he's uh <laughs> yeah he's being a little bit extra rambunctious uh today how's it going um as far as our world here, um, it, uh, work is starting to get busier for us. It, it, it's, it, it's expected that we were going to get busier in the world of logistics and video games. Uh, people, I guess some people are heeding the advice that you better shop early if you're going to buy your Christmas gifts because a, a lot of places out there are not going to have things when you get them. You know, something trippy. Oh, oh awesome. Daniel, you're here. Great. I, I I owe you a debt of de- of gratitude, Daniel Wong. You gave me a couple of things to talk about today with some of the articles you were posting. So, you, you are you're already the MVP of today's episode, uh, with a tie with my wife for being the MVP of the episode today for uh, for working really hard and getting Tiger to sleep. But uh, something I noticed this past weekend, I was out shopping uh, with Tiger on Saturday. Uh, we went to our local Target, and uh, it, it, all the all the Halloween costumes are gone. <laughs> like the the Halloween section, it it was the Saturday before Halloween, and there is like it was a desolate wasteland in the costume section of Target. Both Brea and then Sunday when I went to do our grocery shopping at La Habra, both of those uh, Targets were just, there was nothing. I, I'm guessing since you know it's the first Halloween that people are pretending everything is normal during the pandemic, and they they really want to get their kids and or themselves out there to trick or treat, trunk or treat, go to parties, do you know? I I'm not, I know Universal is doing their holiday Halloween horror nights. I, I presume that uh, Knotts is doing their not scary farm. I guess people are are going out. But it just—I I don't recall seeing uh, retail blown up like this prior to to Halloween, and in all my years of repping and visiting uh, stores, I, I don't recall it being like, oh, a week before Halloween, there being no costumes at Target. Uh, I, I didn't check Costco to see if they were out of costumes. I, uh, when we go to Costco, it's, it, it tries. We try to make it a very quick in and out trip as much as you can with a Costco. It's okay. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Natural ambient noises are a part of this show, honey. It's it. Uh, it's it, it's like I told Samzia. <laughs> It's like I told Sam Zia four and a half years ago. We're not going to really edit this. We're just going to put it out raw. And uh, to his great relief, because he, he didn't want to be sitting there 
spending three hours to edit a 40 to 40 minute to hour podcast because that's that's what's what people do and and there's tiger with his contribution to the podcast right now uh, it's a it's a fun one today you know it's always fun but yeah, I, I was just tripping out. We, we, we have Tiger's Halloween costume all figured out. He's going to be a firefighter this year. Uh, Rosa took him to the library last week, and it got some firefighter books, and he, he, he loves books. This little dude is a little bookworm, and uh, we, we have to try to find some time, I guess, during the week at some point, or maybe on Saturday, to we're going to turn his little wagon into a fire engine. We, we got some very valuable paint advice from Rosa's father yesterday. Since he, he, he is a, 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 a an artist of, of great renown and a master of paint, he, he was able to tell Rosa, oh wait, the cardboard is going to absorb that paint, you need this paint, or you need this, I, I overheard pieces of that, I'm like, oh, it's a good thing we ask the artist, because <laughs> I know I'm not an artist, I'm just a scribbler. <laughs> Oh really? Is it was at the shiny red? Yeah, much easier than. Eh. As I've learned to work, just putting tape on stuff, I can just go. Just go. <laughs> just get the tape done. Dangle Wong here says his kids took it back to the 60s and 70s. They made their own costumes. <gasps> that that is amazing, though. The wife uh, exclaims, "That's amazing, Daniel! Your your, your kids are." The kids are awesome. Yeah, that's that's great. I know. Rosa kept trying to think of like, oh, she she wanted to make a costume. I th- I think, uh, I think the closest we came to an idea was uh, dressing him up as a hobbit. Because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, because we were trying to find a costume that didn't have a mask or a hat, because a uh, tiger is very averse to anything on his head. He's like, no no no, I want to be free. I want to be free. So like, oh, just make him, make him a hobbit. It's cute and funny. But uh, they settled down to it. You know, Rosa found a, a cute little firefighter. I, I, and like I was saying, I, I, it's, it's a good thing you found that fire out, fire outfit when you did. Like Target and freaking Target, both Targets, where there, there's nothing. Those aisles are empty. Where all the costumes are, the aisles are just empty, and they have nothing to put there. The planogram does not call for anything else until you know after this weekend. So they have literally nothing. It's just white walls and pegs, and like a handful of like whatever there's a smidge of things on the back wall whatever like pittance of of, of costume pieces they have left it's it, it's insane it's 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 it i've never i've never seen this before i, I think it's the first halloween during the pandemic where people feel comfortable because i feel like last year people probably didn't really halloween it up too much but this year it's like oh we're normal now are they coming back really I see. See, at, at work, they right. they're big and poofy. They they do look awkward. We we, we like my boss. I know how long ago he bought these uh these Mario hats. These uh, literal Mario hats are big and poofy, and we we had hundreds of them up until like in the in the last month we were selling them like five to ten a day, <laughs> and uh and then I guess in returns they're starting to come back. Or hats. Uh, if I mean, I guess if they still have the cardboard thing inside, we can resell those. But the ones that look like they've been worn, it's like, nah, we can't put those back in a. Oh, <laughs> we can take them, us. Yeah, <laughs> you you'll be able to find myself and Rosa at Pixel Vault, Vault Games, honey. No, th- there's this other like, the guys that made a video with 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 um 
with uh, with Bob a couple years ago. They're called Pixel something or other too, and it's like I constantly get confused. They're 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 Pixel Game Squad, and then there's Pixel Vault Games, and then like w- w- even Bob mixes them up too. <laughs> Pixel Vault Games in Ontario. Ontario. Ontario? Yeah, it's all the way in Ontario, honey. I think it's Ontario. Oh, okay. He's a member of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Okay. Okay. We're next to Pomona. We went to go have breakfast that one time after we went to go oh, to to visit. We went to Pomona. We drove a few miles to get to Pomona. That breakfast was indeed good. <laughs> Daniel says here the Target this morning only had leftover costumes from yesteryears. <laughs> like, <laughs> so they have a lot of Elsa and Anna costumes, and I'm trying to think uh, what was cool a few years ago. <laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft. They have Minecraft costumes. I, I think Minecraft is still. We, we got a new Minecraft game today. Minecraft is still cool. I guess it's some dungeon game. So yeah, like, yeah, we have Mario hats. They're coming back, huh? We'll, we'll take them. Yeah, we will. Be, we'll be vending. I, I'll be. I have to actually work on that tonight. I have to make some more, uh, more eight-bit art, the perler bead art. I have to work on that this week. I have to make a, at least a, like four to five more things so I can have them on display when we go to this uh, show in a couple weeks. I have to really hunker down and make more of these things. The wife's making some vegetarian pod thai from Trader Joe's. I'm excited. Yeah, she's excited. It's pretty tasty. I'm it is pretty tasty. So again, uh, so so Daniel, you 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 provided a couple of things. So the, the first thing, well, we're going to talk about that. Crea- so Daniel here, he posted a story. I, I wanted to tell you about it, but we we were very occupied with Tiger yeah. since I got home. There is a guy, apparently some electrical engineer. I presume he lives either in Valencia or Santa Clarita or somewhere very close. I think I it for too long. Why? Is it burned? It, it kind of seems kind of burned. Did you follow the... the ins- minutes, you put six? six? Oh, that probably was too much. Really? Yeah, whenever it does like that, I always go right down the middle. I put five. I'm sure there's some eatable parts in the middle. So, so some electrical engineer who lives in—I'm assuming he lives very close, six lives. Minimum. I guess as a part of their, you know, annual pass thing, they had like, oh, for 150 bucks, you can get, you know, get into the park all year long, uh-huh. free parking, uh-huh. and you can get two meals. So apparently, that this this guy, he had all of his meals, or I guess he'd he'd eat. I guess I'm assuming lunch and dinner every day. At Six Flags Mansion Mountain for like five years or six years. So his food expenditures for those two, it came down about 50 cents a day because he would just go there and, you know, whatever the options were, he had the two meals. He'd have lunch and or dinner. I don't know if he went back to, I don't know if he went two times a day or if he just took the two meals home with them. This guy did that for like five. They offered, it was 150 bucks for the year. And he, he had his two meals. And that's like I, I'm assuming it was lunch and dinner, uh-huh. every day, uh-huh. for five or six years. And 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 through this, he was able to save enough money to pay off his student debts, pay off his loans, buy a house, and get married. <laughs> you mean he had a he, he had a girlfriend? Yeah, he had a girlfriend. That, that was like, oh, okay, honey, go. 
go and get the because I mean if if we if you could have two meals for a dollar basically or even that's even less than a dollar I mean like yeah no no the meals were paid for as a part of the 150 bucks for the year so all I had to do was just drive to Six Flags the parking was paid for he go to Six Flags and get the two meal get a meal you can have One oh, corner burned out. Oh no! <laughs> and Daniel, I guess, obviously Daniel was one. He's commenting here. Knotts has this. He's like, I should work remotely from Knotts. You can have one full meal every four hours as a part of whatever their pass thing is. I mean, I I, I don't I don't live too far from Knotts Dairy Farm. I can <laughs> I can swing over there and go pick up a chicken dinner or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if that's part of it. Yeah, probably would have been good. Like you know, five minutes, four forty-five. No bueno. But yeah, it it, it it it's this story. It tripped me out. So the, naturally, Six Flags no longer does a pass. You'd go, you go to Six Flags right now and go get yourself some a burger or. Some chicken wings or some chicken fingers. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I kept wondering. I'm like, I, I read the article. Like this guy, I don't know what the options were for food. But but my my instantaneous thought was like one, he has probably the most interesting colonoscopies. If you're just eating theme park food every day, twice a day for six years. I mean, I, he 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 got married and you know bought a house. He's gonna he's gonna die in the next three years. <laughs> I mean, the the dude probably has a blood pressure of freaking 150 over everything. His his blood type is ragu. <laughs> oh, oh, see, Knotts would Knotts has Pan Express to go. <laughs> I'll say the pandemic stopped that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we keep toying around when, 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 yeah, hopefully in a few years when there's less pandemic, we were talking about, we, we, we were talking about getting a pass for, for knots. I think uh, Disneyland is still out of the question considering how much they charge and how, how much will they be charging in three to five years? Like, I don't know. It's like, oh, we have to give up an entire rent payment so we can go to Disneyland. Nah. <laughs> For each of us to go to Disneyland, nah. <laughs> like I, I, I know some Disney employees. I don't think they can even get us. I'm not even sure they can get us in right now with the whole reservation thing. I, I, I have a relatively close friend who, like, I, I'm sure if I asked her, she, she, she would let us in. But I, I'm not sure if they're even doing. Yeah, prices just went up again. Yeah, Disney is. Uh, like I know, I'll, I'll, I want to take I want to take the boy. I definitely want to take Ty. Ty, I, I want him to experience it at least once. I mean, I I had the fortune, you know, in my adulthood where I was going on a freaking weekly or every two weeks. Yeah, one sixty five for a single day ticket during busy season. It's, I mean, that's <laughs> just <laughs> I can't even. I I I I I'd, I'd hit up. One of my buddies, who, who I'm still cool with at Disney, I'm like, yo, what's the employee price? Can you, can you buy me some passes, bro? 
how much can you get? Because uh, I remember, I, I, I think I did buy some passes for friends here and there uh, when, when I was working at the mouse. Uh, I, I'd go to the literal, there was literally a Disney store inside the studio. And that that's where you could go buy passes for your friends. Because it was presumed you weren't buying them for yourself. Because uh, if you were a full, like I wasn't a full Disney employee, I was a contractor, so I I, I couldn't take advantage. But the, the Disney employees they had a silver pass they can them themselves, and they can take themselves and four people for free. Theoretically, oh, you can bring your whole. F- if you worked for Disney, you can take your whole family for free. In theory. But uh, I don't know how all that works now with the with the magic key system that they're doing. Oh, one one sixty five for a single day ticket. That's how much my first annual pass cost. I, I uh, years ago I want to say it was like two thousand and five or two thousand and six. Remember, uh, me and the, the woman I was at the time we we each got uh, the, you know, whatever the the crappy Southern California pass, and I think it was somewhere around that that price was like one sixty to 180 and we got the crappy SoCal pass and we could go <laughs> in the winter not during the summer and we went a handful of times that to make sure we justified the cost of our 180 I'm sure it was like 160 to 180 for that SoCal select or whatever we, we bought that and then years later when they started doing the, the monthly payments I said oh screw it what I can give them 12 bucks a month and I can go whenever I damn well please. Pfft, here you go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. When, when, when the monthly payments, I was like, even when I, uh, I think I kept paying it even when it was up to like maybe 50 bucks a month. I was like, all right, cool. I can, like 50 bucks a month and I can go anywhere in the, uh, anytime I damn well please. All right, I think the joke when, whenever someone would ask me, oh, well, you're at Disneyland all the time. It's like, why did you buy the annual pass? I'm like, oh, I don't buy the pass to go. I buy the pass so I can leave. <laughs> you, like, if I spend $165 to go for one day, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to go as early as humanly possible, and I'm gonna stay until they kick us out of the park. But if I like, with the annual pass, it's like, all right, me, and my buddy Delok, my buddy Tom, we would just go there, hang out for a couple hours, and then leave. <laughs> We we drive down to Fullerton. We go have lunch somewhere in downtown Fullerton. Then we go to the park for like a couple hours. We we go grab our fast pass for Space Mountain, and we go jump on California Screaming three or four times. Go catch our whatever time we caught Space Mountain for, and then uh, we maybe get some. We we'd go to. Oh, we, you know, I, forgot, I I forgot to mention the most important part. Uh, go to California Adventure and get hammered, and then go on Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah. See exactly, Dan. Dinner, dessert, leave. You, you don't feel this obligation to, like, I have to stay as long as humanly possible to justify my $165 per person. It's like, no. You buy the pass so you can go. You can come and go when you want. There are so many times where, like, because back, back in the day when I worked at Nintendo, I'd have several weekdays off. Because I'd be doing a lot of demo. I'd be going out and suffering at, you know, Best Buy or Fry's or, or whatever on the weekends and I'd have a Monday and a Wednesday off. I'm like, just drive down to Disneyland, take my sketchbook with me, sit on a bench and draw for a little while, go to Animation Academy, you know, maybe I'd go to the freaking, um, whatever, that, that, that cafe in the middle of Main Street, go get myself a nice, you know, chicken fried steak or something and then I'd, and I'd leave. And sometimes I, I, I didn't want to eat there. 
because it was so darn expensive. But sometimes I would, you know, back back when I was rolling in Nintendo money, you know, uh, I wasn't a, a a father and a husband. It was just me. Oh yeah, I could. I was eating out all the damn time. Now eating out is a luxury. Yeah, is it, it staying there for the whole day is just it, it's so physically and mentally taxing. It's just um. It's it's a it's a fool's errand to go the entire day. I I uh, I think the last few times I, I went when I still had the pass, I'd be going with other people who were just there on the day pass, and I'd be like, all right, I guess I'll stick with you guys most of the day. And it's like by the end of the day, I'm like, I'm so tired, I don't want to keep walking this. It's like I feel, I feel like I just walked a convention. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. This is why I come and go when I want. <laughs> Like my my maximum tolerance of a theme park is like two to three hours max. <laughs> Anything after that, I'm just like, no, we, we're we're dipping into my energy now. And this was like ten years ago. I can't imagine now that I'm older with a kid. I'm like, and see, and that's the, that's the crux. I'm like, ah, I I I need someone to hook me up and get me in for free. That way, me and Ty can just go for a little while. And then, all right, you're tired too, kid. Let's leave. We didn't pay to come here. <laughs> Thank you, friend, for letting us in. Now we're going to dip. <laughs> we took Tiger on freaking It's a Small World. <laughs> he saw the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> we had a... F- uh, no, no, Funnel Cake is Six Flags. <laughs> we had some beignets, and then we're going to go now. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't imagine doing the, the Daniel Pass uh, unless I became independently wealthy. If I... If somehow, some some way I became independently wealthy, uh, then maybe, all right, we can get the pass. But right now, in the current state of things, maybe, maybe Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> oh my, oh yeah, dang, you, have, you haven't gone back. Yeah, because I remember you used, used to daddy daycare your daughter is at, at Disney back in the day. Yeah, ever since the kids outgrew strollers, can't imagine taking kids without strollers. You need to pace the store your snacks. I mean, dang, that's so true. Cause it's funny because now like Ty is so active now. He he's not even two, but like we don't really use the stroller too much. The, the last time we used the stroller was when we took him to we went to the Huntington Library and Botanical Gardens, and we used the stroller for for that. But he he wants to run and jump and then. Fall and uh, granted, it's a good thing we took the stroller because he totally fell asleep in the stroller after he was doing a lot of running around. But oh, sorry about that. Terrible, terrible podcast etiquette there. Yawning in the middle of the show. It used to be easy when I had Pete, and it's like, Pete, take it for a minute. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine taking Tiger without a stroller right now. He, he'd want to run, but strollers are for napping. Yeah, strollers are for napping. <laughs> and then when they're napping, you get to sit down. Because <laughs> that's what we did when, when Tiger fell asleep at the Huntington. We're like, oh, let's sit down and, ah, oh, get off our feet. Yeah, we, we, we did, yeah, when we did the Huntington a few weeks ago, I was like, we did like, must have been there for like four or five hours, and I was dying. I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. I am not a young person. I'm out of shape. <laughs> Maybe if I went out on a hike every morning, I could do that kind of stuff. But I, I can't do that anymore. That's <laughs> a young. That's a young person's thing, or, or maybe more accurately, a fit person's thing. My boss keeps bragging. You know, he, he goes out running every night. Nap equals beer garden and shit. Oh man. 
like oh kind of like la- last weekend uh, not this weekend but the weekend before I had my first beer in a very long time <laughs> we had bought some Trader Joe's beers and we're like okay we like yeah she like time's old enough where we don't have to stay on top of them all the time and it was a I, think also also like the previous weekend it was like i i stayed home to to clean up a bunch of stuff and rosa took took tiger out and so i was like oh we got the beers i'm like all right i'm gonna gonna have a beer and man i gotta get better beers (laughs) this trader there's a trader joe's uh freaking wannabe uh it was a wannabe Corona. It was not good. I was like, oh, I had to chase it with freaking sparkling lime water. <laughs> That's the only way I could make it good. I was like, oh, this this TJ's cerveza is like not great. I need a real Tecate or a real freaking Corona. Since I, I'm a lightweight anyway. I I only prefer my my my, my nice blonde lagers. No no IPAs in this house. Sorry, Daniel. I'm sure you're 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 a fan of very diverse your tastes but in this house it's 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 a light it's a light delicious mexican beer yeah trader jose's is no bueno oh yeah <laughs> we, we we basically bought it on a lark we're like oh we want beer and then we, we happen to be out grocery shopping at trader joe's like oh, okay cool it's like it's a some cheap service uh, hey no problem and i remember like rosa cracked one open right after we bought it she took one sip she's like nah <laughs> She's like, nah. She wasn't about it. Then yeah, like a couple weeks ago, not this past week, week before, I, I cracked one open. I was like, oof, this this isn't good. But uh, I'm I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and waste a beer. <laughs> uh, I'm not that much of a savage. And yeah, so like, I gotta find something better. I mean, I know I know the the one thing I definitely want to grab. I I keep I keep joking about it. I've been joking about it for almost a year now. I want to get the rocks tequila. I want to find out. If that guy, but I don't want to waste twenty seven or thirty dollars to find I just because it's the rock. <laughs> it's like I, I have a feeling I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> it's not gonna be fucking Jose Cuervo Silver. <laughs> it's gonna be the rock Silver Silver, <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, this is no good. Oh, <laughs> I bought this out of my blind loyalty to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Damn it. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> I don't do it for the bottle, right? <laughs> the bottle is freaking cool, though. Dermania. So, the the other way, speaking again of Daniel Wong here, who who saved the day, because I, I we we spent this weekend doing nothing other than taking taking care of a of a, a toddler with a cold, and then him potentially giving us said cold. Um. Uh, Daniel shared a second article which, which I commented on this morning, which is something I, I uh, something else I found very fascinating. Aside from the guy giving himself heart disease to pay off his debt, is a uh, how um, the 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 job market is, is suddenly the 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 tide has turned, where currently it, it's very hard for employers to find employees. And straight up employees are just ghosting their jobs. Like they, they ghost interviews, they ghost job offers. And uh, yeah, I I think it's a very refreshing <laughs> to, uh, change of pace, a, a turning of the tables, if you will. Because I, I'm sure, as you guys know, I you know <laughs> I started this podcast when I was very unemployed. <laughs> 
I, I was doing this podcast because I was very unemployed. I was freshly fired from my third tour of duty at GameStop and out, out in, uh, applying for jobs and uh, clandestinely working at a freaking Asian driving school, risking my life every day to pay my bills. And that, that was the thing I wouldn't talk about on the podcast for several years. Now, now that I'm two years, two and a half, actually, no, actually be three years removed this Thanksgiving would be three years since I worked at the driving school. Ever since I got this uh, this gig at the at the warehouse. But prior to that, no, I, I was you know, I spent 2016 on unemployment, and that was not pleasant. It, it was not, uh, and uh, I was trying to apply. I was applying for jobs every week. I was you know, I'm I'm sure some of you can even relate to this stuff. Uh, I, I was reading the article, and yeah, there there were so many times where I was applying for different jobs. You know, during my unemployment, even, actually, even even before, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> uh, even before, what do you call it? Um, I was I was on unemployment. I was you know, my the the, the tablet company I was working for. I could I saw the writing on the wall. Uh, I I knew it wasn't gonna last uh, much longer. Hell, I I saw the the writing on the wall like a year before. I was just like, oh, I need to find something else. I, I was making good money working for for Nabby, Nabby, whatever you want to feel. Stupid fucking tablets. Their their parent company is stupid ass name too. I'm not going to dignify the stupid ass parent company name. Uh. <laughs> uh. I I was already looking for jobs, and I hell I tried to go back to Nintendo, and I went through you know I I. They they knew who I was. The HR people knew who I was, and then they they they, they saw my application and they put me at the top of the pile because they were looking for someone in 2015. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I want to go back. I <laughs> Nintendo probably much more stable than stupid ass tablet company. And I applied, and I you know, the pre uh, the, the 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 first interview was like, well, real easy, no problem, cool. They knew who I was. I, I, I know the job I was applying for because I was applying for my old job. Basically, they, 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 they had gone through two or three people while I was gone from 2012 to 2015. They, they, they couldn't find someone to, to who was crazy enough to do my old job. And I'm like, I'm crazy enough to try to do it again because <laughs> I want job security. I wanted my 401k back. I wanted all the benefits. Of working, I, I wanted a secure paycheck. I, I was incredibly desperate. Uh, I, I was putting aside all the stress and drama of working for Nintendo. That's a whole other podcast. I need to, I need, I need to formulate that podcast. The Why did Drake quit Nintendo podcast? That's that's that's. that's I feel like that's a that's a subject I've never really broached here in the four and a half years of doing this podcast. I never really sat down in front of the mic and said, here, these are the reasons why I got fed up and was trying to leave Nintendo for several years. But, Anyway, I was trying to go back. First interview, no problem. HR person's like, yep, you know what you're in for. We'll, we'll push this along to the district manager. Now, the district manager is some new guy I had never, I had maybe like met once while I was out being a rep. But uh, I talked to him and it was like, normally, because I remember I had been through this in, interview process before. Yeah. Usually when you talk to the district supervisor, it's like, you know, 20, 30 minute interview. They, they kind of get a, they want to get a good they want to hear from you. They want to get a good look at you, theoretically speaking. And uh, I talked to this guy uh, for like, it wasn't even 10 minutes. And he just wrapped up. He's like, okay, I've heard everything I want to hear. And then he's just like, all right. And then he hung up. I'm like, 
okay. <laughs> I could take that one of two ways. Uh, either that was like, it, this is a formality, or he didn't like me. And then I never heard from, they, they never called me to let me know, well, we've moved on with another candidate. They they straight up ghosted me. I'm like, what? These are the people I worked for before. I put freaking like seven years in with you motherfuckers. <laughs> And then I didn't even get a call back. And then it's funny because I ended up hiring a, a, a friend of mine who apparently was also applying for the job. And it worked out because he's been there ever since. He's, he, I think he, he's on year number six or year number seven now. And uh, he, he, <laughs> although I think it was a blessing in disguise. Cause I think he, he, they kept moving the, the, the job, they, they moved it all the way north to like freaking Palmdale and so he has to drive out to Palmdale, Santa Barbara, everything beyond that. And I was like, oh, wow, I never had to go that far. I mean, it, it was probably good that I, I didn't get the job back at that point. But it's like, yeah, they straight up ghosted my ass. And then around the same time um, or a little bit after... Uh, one of my friends at Sony, he he, they, they needed a rep. I, I could tell that they were missing a rep, and they had a job posting. And the, I, I caught the, the the guy I knew. Well, he was the district manager. Oh, I know the DM. No problem. I, I should be able to contend for this job. And so I applied. And all right, cool. They saw that I had a history. I talked to you know. I went through the interview process. I talked to the district manager, who was an acquaintance of mine. And, and everything was cool. And then they, they pushed my interview up to the regional manager. Uh, I talked to the regional manager via Skype. And um, I, don't, like, I was just like, yep, I can do this job. No sweat. I, I, you know, I, was, I did it for seven years with Nintendo. I'm still familiar with all the people in this area because I'm, I'm currently a rep right now for this tablet company. I still have all the relationships that I had before. I, I could be a very effective rep for you, you know, like... I, I'm, I'm like I know all about the games. I, I, I'm a play. I'm a PS4 user. I am. I'm. I'm in like Flint. I'm. I'm this, is the, this is the easiest hire you could ever make. And I never heard back directly. I had to go harass my. Um, <laughs> I had to go harass my friend. It's like yo, hey, or my acquaintance. Hey, yo, Eric. Um, what happened, dude? I saw you guys hired someone else. And then uh, I had like, oh, uh, Todd didn't like you. He thought you were too cocky. I was like, I told the dude I can do the job. I'm confident I can do the job. And apparently that's a negative. I'm like, oh no. This guy is far too capable. <laughs> I was too cocky. But they, I, I had to go pester my friend. Like, if I had just been someone else, if I didn't know the guy, I would never have heard back from them. And that's where I'm like, what in the heck? I mean... All these companies, you know, they ghost you. I mean, how many times I applied to a bunch of, like when I was unemployed, a bunch of places I applied to never got back to me. Places where I had friends on the inside. Uh, uh, I think there was like one time where I was going to go work for this investment bank where a, a, a cohort of mine, like he was already there and he was basically, he was trying to hand me his job. He's like, oh, I'm getting promoted. And I want you to take over my job. I'm like, okay, cool. And it's because I guess they had circumvented the process. I had skipped a few steps. And they were about to hand me the job, and then they, they make me take this, uh, they make me take a, some sort of a psychological exam, and I have to talk to someone else that I had skipped. And then literally the next day, it's like, we're sorry, we were not con you're not in consideration for this job anymore. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I, I, I talked to the, the, my, my friend's boss, and they liked me, but apparently because I, we circumvented the HR process, nope, sorry, 
you are you are you are eliminated from consideration. It's like all, all these uh, you know go freaking it sucks. It's it's hard to find a job, and then right now now that the, the shoe's on the other foot. Now people are now these employers are now like oh after treating people shittily for years, we need employees. We need employees. Yeah, no. It was uh, Daniel shared an article today where it's like all these uh, hiring managers they don't know what to do because people are literally like they offer people jobs and they ghost, <laughs> they or they show up for one day and they're like nope. Yeah, it's happened to us at the freaking warehouse. Yeah, it, it, exactly, Warren. Uh, yeah, confidence, not arrogance. You know, the guy is like, oh, <laughs> he, he he couldn't tell that apart. Yeah, we, we've had you know, even at our warehouse, we we've been having people like where we're like, oh, come on in. They, they work for one day or like, and, and then never hear from them again. Like poof, deuces. <laughs> Apparently, I can't work in a warehouse. See right here, up here. Oh, our, our buddy right here, Andy Vasquez. He, you you applied for a clerk job at freaking Hollywood Video, Blockbuster Video, but then you you worked somewhere else like that. Oh nope. Asked him. Even my manager called and asked him if they're stupid for not hiring you. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. Hiring managers are suffering around because oh now they can't find anyone, and the, 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 I always get annoyed. And the thing that annoys me when people say, oh, it's, it's unemployment. People would rather stay on unemployment than get a job. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Bless you. That, that's such a freaking, I, I, I hate to pull it. That's like a right-wing fallacy of this, like, oh. Yes, people would rather stay home and get, like, half or three because you don't get full I mean I know there was, there was COVID bonus benefits but that stuff didn't last forever I mean and it's such a fight Rosa was unemployed <laughs> like most of 2020 yeah. all and of 2020. all of 2020 basically and uh, she had to fight for that money it, it, people act, people were acting like oh it's so easy you just collect a check how many I didn't how many get any money until months yeah. Um, month nine. Month nine. Yeah, month and nine. how many times you had to sit on hold with freaking the EDD? You had to sit on hold like half the day. <laughs> You'd have to sit on hold half the day to get through the EDD, and then they give you some BS, and then and then they make you go do jump through some hoops. And there's this weird fallacy of like, oh, people would rather stay on unemployment. That's fucking bullshit. It's like when, when and it, when these all these like hiring managers saying, oh, oh, no one wants to work. Yeah, they don't want to work for you. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's insane right now, and I'm, and I'm kind of glad now that people are standing up for themselves and knowing what they're worth now and finding things that are better than you know some crappy. Freaking retail job, some crappy freaking uh, fast food job. It's funny. I noticed today. Oh no, no, was it not? I noticed the other day. I drove by the uh, the Del Taco, and they literally posted how much they're paying people. Like starting pay sixteen to twenty one dollars an hour. I think that 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 that's kind of like the the desperation now. It's like, well, okay, look, you can make this much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, Daniel. Options are good. It's people are are having options now. Yeah, the, the the article that Daniel shared, like this one company, like they had one open position. It they're on their fourth round of hiring to try to find someone. 
for one open position, they've gone through four rounds of trying to hire people, and they can't find someone to take the job. Fun in you can text. That's that's funny. Yeah, see, I, I feel years ago unemployment used to be fun employment because they used to let you stay on unemployment for like one to two years. Yeah, it used to be like two years because I had a lot of uh, a lot of my my friends in the entertainment industry. Oh, because Rosa, your old job you used to have to go on unemployment two months out of the year because there would be like the the opera would be you know shut down on hiatus for for a couple of months and and then. It's entertainment, and and so like it used to be like yeah I remember I had friends who worked in freaking movies and like oh they'd be on a fun employment for like five months and then go do a gig and then go back to fun employment, mm-hmm. but you know, of course the time I get unemployment it's like oh, okay you can only have it for six months it's freaking sixty percent of what you were making in the last year or something, <laughs> I got I got. I guess theoretically lucky that like I was making good money the year before I when I when I was yeah and they still take the taxes out of it I I I think I had the option where they withheld I had them withhold I remember like I I withheld taxes and then they got bound but everything I withheld was taken away because that was the first year of the uh, there were the forced Obamacare. So I had a $750 fine for not having health care, and that basically was all my refund. So I got back like $5 instead of $755, <laughs> which sucked a lot. <laughs> it's like, what's the point? That's like I signed up for some shitty freaking health care through Uber <laughs> following that year. Yay, health care. Yeah, yeah. Warren right here on, on Facebook Live. He said, "You know, people are reevaluating their lives to see if they like their old jobs or find better." Yeah. <laughs> Daniel here said he needed a side job to pay his taxes on his unemployment. And, and that's that's I think there's this like this crazy narrative of like, oh, people want to stay on unemployment. And I was like, no, <laughs> unemployment. I mean, like, unless you have a very incredibly low standard of living, unless you're like single and living at your parents house or you have a freaking <laughs> or if you go to if you have that 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 pass a six flags magic mountain and you're just eating uh, freaking chicken balls for dinner the the article he mentioned like that that's the thing he hated there was some chicken balls apparently not chicken testicles, but I'm assuming it's freaking. <laughs> although people in the comments were making chicken testicle jokes, and I'm like, they're called Rocky Mountain oysters, sir. <laughs> Apparently, that was the thing he hated the most, because I guess he 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 tried everything. He said <laughs> he hated the most the chick. There were there were chicken balls balls of chicken. It's ground up chicken, deep fried. I'm I'm sure it was it was un- unappealing and not good. Now those. Uh, I was saying that this guy, he probably has like the worst freaking blood pressure. He has, he has, he's, yeah, he paid, paid off his house and got married, but he's going to die in that house in the next two, three years. <laughs> I think what Daniel, you said like his blood type is freaking ragu or something. <laughs> Bringing back that old school. Oil. His blood type is hydrogenated oil. <laughs> His blood type is high fructose corn syrup. 
if they were stamped in a dinosaur shapes, I'd be game. Yeah. And I was like, you, you give me chicken balls. I'm like, ugh, gross. Give me chicken dinosaurs. Me and Tiger will be going, rawr, rawr. Tiger does that with his, like, his sweet potato dinosaurs. He goes, rawr, <laughs> rawr, rawr. He's watching the dinosaur train to know. He knows. You're about to go talk about. <laughs> you burned. You burned the vegetarian pad thai, and now you're like, "What do I do?" She's gonna start chowing down chips. Well, lucky you. We've we're at at 45 minutes, so I can wrap it up if you need to chomp down the chips. The wife needs to eat, and she doesn't want you guys to hear her eating. <laughs> but yeah. You eat apple, you eat all these loud things. Okay, tiger's bananas are for tiger. You can have some of his blueberries. I got him a lot of blueberries. I got the Costco blueberries this week from Mexico. All right. Warm Taco Bell. Because nothing hits as good, hits a spot like some warm nachos del grande. And, and, a, and a Taco Supreme. And we gotta catch up on SNL. And we gotta watch uh, Jason Sudeikis on SNL. But yes, uh, uh, to, to all my friends out there, yes, employment is hell right now. Hell, we're, hey, we're trying to find somebody to, to be my assistant right now. <laughs> if you're wondering what, yeah, the, for my Facebook friends, if you're seeing that job posting, yeah, you're applying to work directly for me, and I apologize in advance. <laughs> You, you you are our, our de facto HR now. I think it, it used to be Marge, but I think I think she passed that HR job to you now. You you are now our HR person. Well, I don't know if you've noticed. I, I think a lot of uh, several of my responsibilities have just been shuff, shuffled off to my brother now. <laughs> Yeah, he he need. I guess technically we're hiring an assistant for him. <laughs> they will be under my purview. <laughs> they will be yelled at by me, but <laughs> they they they're, they're going to be Anthony's assistant because his current assistants are not great. <laughs> yes, my my brother works for me. Although he has a he works for me. Oh shut up. Although he has a freaking key to the warehouse and I don't. <laughs> Hey, he is the one that has to answer to me. <laughs> he has to run shit by me, and also by Bob. <laughs> I I am the Alexander Hamilton of the freaking warehouse. All right, <laughs> I'm the I'm the Hamilton of the warehouse. All right, <laughs> I don't have command, but I'm the right hand man. <laughs> I don't have command, but I'm the right hand man. <laughs> I do a lot of important things for the boss. I write his letters. <laughs> I keep his journal. <laughs> I'm also his brain half the time. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be a lot of people's brains. That's why I'm so mentally tired all the time. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I had to, I had to help Bob count boxes today because he's like, "Oh, I'm like, you, you have to count these." I'm like, "I, I it, it, it's 38, Bob." <laughs> like what? Like it's two layers of 15 and eight on top of that. <laughs> He's like, oh, damn it. That's why you were here. I'm like, I know that's why I'm here, Bob. <laughs> it's fun. 
I'm, I'm gonna let you guys in on a big secret about the video game industry. I feel like I might have told the secret already. I'm gonna tell you guys, Daniel, Warren, Andy, whoever else is still here. Here's the big secret about the video game industry. Almost everyone who has power in the video game industry is an idiot. I I don't mean that in hyperbole. <laughs> I mean that in all seriousness. <laughs> They're all dumb. <laughs> they really are. The people in charge of all your favorite or hated companies, like Activision, like EA, like Ubisoft, <laughs> they're all dumb. And I, I'm not being glib. They are legitimately dumb. And then everyone who works under them is even dumber. And it just trickles down. I, I joke with my boss. He, 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 is, he is like a cyclops. He is the one-eyed man in the land of the blind. <laughs> all, all, all the people that we have to deal with, they're all dumb. It, the, the video game industry is frustrating as fuck. Because everyone is dumb. Nintendo's like pretty sharp, but they're pretty ignorant. <laughs> as I've learned seven years working for them. <laughs> they're either dumb or ignorant. It's, 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 it's fascinating how dumb everyone in gaming is. <laughs> There's a story I could tell you about EA that would get me in trouble. <laughs> because I'm not supposed to share this story. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it on Patreon. <laughs> So Daniel and Ryan can hear it. <laughs> it's about EA and Need for Speed. <laughs> I don't remember if I told the story already in the podcast, but if I did, well, fuck me. But <laughs> they're all really the people in charge of all these companies are dumb. They don't know about video games. They don't care about video games. Activision doesn't want you to buy their games. And I mean that in the most serious way possible. They don't want you to buy your games physically. They want you to buy your games digitally. They, they don't care about you. They just care about taking your money. It's... Industry is really fucking dumb. And it's really, honestly, fucking frustrating. Almost every fucking day. <laughs> my wife gets to see this now. <laughs> she gets to hear me and my boss just swearing at the top of our fucking lungs. <laughs> It, 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 it's fun for her. She gets to be an, an observer of like me and like because my boss has his fingers in like everything involving me. Like he, he's a my boss is a big shot in fucking video games. It pisses people off. People don't want to do business with him, but they have to do business with him. It's fucking crazy. Gaming is fucking stupid. It 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 has disheartened me. Like I knew Nintendo was kind of dumb, but I didn't think it was endemic to the entire fucking industry. <laughs> there, there's 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 your big secret. No one will know. I'm gonna post this video on YouTube eventually, and no one will hear it. But you guys, you guys got to hear it. <laughs> and then the 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 hundreds of bots that listen to the podcast, they'll they'll hear it, but they won't share it with anyone because they're fucking bots. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. As always, follow me on social media. Please follow me on Twitter. I am fucking stupid on Twitter. I am ridiculous on Twitter. I I implore you. It, it, it might not make sense to you, half the jokes I'm dropping on Twitter, but 
at DreGP Podcast. I, I'm replying to a lot of stupid things with stupid jokes. It's what I do on Twitter now. It's it's how I it's how I stay sane. Honestly, my wife sees me laughing sometimes, and and I'm like, I can't explain half of these because I'd have to explain all of Black Twitter to you, <laughs> or Black Wrestling Twitter. <laughs> it's Wrestling Twitter or Black Twitter, or a combination of the two. Black Wrestling Twitter. It's fucking comedy. Uh, find me on Instagram as well. I've been trying to post more at DreHGB Podcast. Um, if you're listening to this and you're not watching me on Facebook Live like Daniel and like Ryan, like like Warren and Andy, uh, at DreHGB Podcast, that'll take you to us on Facebook. Uh, on YouTube, you can find us on YouTube. I'm I'm slowly been reposting all the uh, old videos. I'm slowly imp- reposting again a lot of the old videos on YouTube since heaven knows what's gonna fuck ha- what's gonna fucking happen to Facebook I don't know <laughs> it's gonna have a new name <laughs> oh yeah that was the thing I kept I was like I had something in the back of my head I'm like oh I had something I want to talk about <laughs> like Facebook is gonna change names because <laughs> everything's fucking bad so I'm desperately trying to download all the <laughs> old episodes of the podcast and put them up on YouTube because <laughs> heaven knows maybe I don't know if Google's any better than Facebook but hey I gotta put them somewhere else in case Facebook falls apart in the next two to three months. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Facebook's gonna change their name. They're trying to like rebrand Facebook because you know, I don't know. Who knows what they're gonna change the name of Facebook? But they're gonna change the name, or uh, as Daniel Wrong here suggested, Bookface. (laughs) Yeah, I I think the the terrible Facebook fact I heard I learned today was uh, they had all this voting information stuff that, that was ready to go uh, in, in Facebook. And then someone suggested, hey, we should have it in Spanish. And uh, Zuckerberg said, oh, no, we can't do that. That would make us look like we're taking a political side by offering to make sure more people could vote. He was trying to stay politically neutral. But by, yeah, because it would be helping the, you know, Democrats by making, helping minorities understand voting. But then by choosing not to, he is picking a side. (laughs) So, yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm very concerned. I don't know where our future broadcasts are going to be live. I'm still going to keep recording it. You have all the control. Um, You can always find us on patreon.com if you want to support the show like Daniel or like Ryan <laughs> speaking Spanish is not political <laughs> I know I know there's plenty of Latinos for freaking Republicans out there it's fucking horrifying <laughs> Fuckerberg yeah yeah having a Spanish option is not political but apparently it enabling voter rights that's a political thing <laughs> So yeah, I don't know how many more episodes we're going to have on Facebook, but hey, <laughs> who knows? I am going to stay up all night downloading the old episodes onto my computer. <laughs> oh, did John Oliver talk about that this past weekend? Oh, awesome. I didn't know last week tonight was back. I have to go on YouTube and watch the free version. Um, let me see what else. Oh yeah, if you want to support us as what well, without directly donating like Ryan and Daniel, we do have a shop on Etsy. Search for Dre's Geek Philosophy. There's a lot of cool 8-bit art there. We have a shop on the Depop app if you want to buy some nerd shirts. I just realized I need to go refresh the shop or else I need to keep shutting it down after a week. 
And lastly, if you want to buy some video games, uh, go to eBay and search for SoCalClone32. That's my old online handle, and I'm not changing that one on eBay. <laughs> uh, you can buy some video games for me on that on eBay. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Have yourselves a good night. And go go watch my gaming videos on YouTube. Go. Meow. <laughs> Meow. Have a good night. And now, as is tradition...